Hey there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. There are a lot of how-to parenting books out there for mums, lots of courses, but what about dads? Leading into the birth of a child, the concentration, quite rightly, I think, is on the mum, her health and her mental well-being. But dads are about to go through a monumental change as well. So where's the education and information for them? Grant Linden is a dad of four and a meditation teacher. He started his own course called Birthing for Blokes. And Grant is with us now. Hi, Grant. How are you? Good, Siobhan. How are you? Good. So what was your own introduction to fatherhood like? Because you've got two older boys and two younger girls. What was it like I the do. first time around? I do. Boy, boy, girl, boy. Oh, right. But... Um, yeah, it, it was funny. I mean, I grew up in a house where my mum was a midwife and she delivered over 5,000 babies um, and um, back at King George V. And we had midwifery textbooks and manuals all through the house and everything. And it was all very open in our house about all that kind of stuff. So I felt like I kind of had a bit of a slight head start, though nothing prepares you for the real game like the real game. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I did feel ridiculously paternal from sort of, you know, Twelve years old, I kind of say, um, and then um, when by the time it came, I was really involved in the the process, and I was really anal and quite Nazi around all the stuff when Oscar Number One was coming. You know, I was like, really, you're not drinking caffeine, are you? You know, how much sugar have you had today, and all that stuff. You know. <laughs> And, and uh, that's not blue cheese. Is that a soft cheese? You know, <laughs> did someone touch that with crustacean hands? And um, and and then, and of course, I was a little bit rigid moving into the birthing process. And we did kind of standard um, hospital-based uh, birthing classes with Oscar, and that all worked out pretty great. But once I was in the room, two things happened to me. The first thing that happened to me was like, wow, it's game on. Right, we classically did that. Got to the hospital a bit early and got told to go home and all that stuff, you know. Um, but the other thing that happened to me was was a great sense of purpose, you know. And I really felt that I was fully on purpose, you know. And and it, from a man's perspective, there's not that many times in your life when you feel that, you know. You get those fleeting moments when your child looks up to you, and the next action you perform is entirely the next step in their life. Right, they're moments when you have that, but um, yeah, I really felt like I was completely on purpose, and uh, and that was you know a, a relatively it was kind of complicated, didn't end up as a cesarean, but there was intervention, so there was pressure, and there was decisions that had to be made, and all of those things. Um, so that was number one. So, why did you decide to start? A course, and it says on your website, strictly for men, mm, mm. taught by a man. Mm. So why is it important for you to have this kind of course, an antenatal course, only for men? Because there's certain things that a man needs to do 
in in regards to self-management um, and awareness that a, a man needs to de- develop um, in order to support the whole birthing process, you know, being inclusive of um, his partner and his child that is coming into the world or their child. Um, and this is something that, you know, a lot of, a lot of men are in the dark about and it, it, my desire and my drive in order to do it, um, came out of a combination of two things. One was the stories, you know, I'll say horror stories, but the stories that I would get from midwives. And I was fortunate enough to pretty much have, you know, at least a couple of the same midwives through every single one of my children, you know, so, and that's quite rare and, and unique. Um, so that level of familiarity as well also brings confidence in the room, but also, you know, they open up with you and tell you a lot more. And the other, the other thing is too, is that because, um, I was, uh, I think for winter, my daughter, number three, my wife and I did she births and I'd known Nadine for quite a while through the meditation community and what have you. But, um, and, uh, in doing that course, I really felt as inclusive as it is, you know, and um, Nadine started pulling me in to do uh, a fellas chat, uh, secret men's business chat on the Sunday of that course. Um, As inclusive as it is, it is female-centric, it's mum-centric, and, you know, a lot of it is also couple-centric, but nothing that really allows the man to deal with who he needs to be in the room on the day. What were the horror stories? Let's just call them that because I'm sure um, that has happened to many people. But when yep. do you think, from those stories, when have men been um, misguided in how to behave? Like when has it gone wrong for them and their mm. partner because they didn't know any better? Well, like the basic ends of the spectrum are the man that's completely not present, you know, and that's literally on the laptop, still trying to get business done, looking over the shoulder. You're right there, hun. <laughs> you know. Like that has happened mm-hmm. and happens mm. um, to the other one where the man just buckles over and shuts down. You know, that's the first time that he's seen his partner in what he perceives to be immense pain and pressure. Um, and um, and it's just too much. You know, some men can't deal with body fluids, let alone, you know, seeing a woman in the full throes of labor. Mm-hmm. You know, which I is... I can imagine it's intense. Extreme and intense, right? Yeah. So... Every variant and gradient in between that, you know, offers, you know, you're going to take into the room with you, you know, um, your experience of all those things, how you are with fluids, you know, your, your perception of that kind of thing. It's a new point of view of your partner, of their physiology and of, um, you can't really help them. So you can't solve something for them immediately, which is also a big challenge for men. Oh, yes. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes. I can't make it stop kind of that thing, you know. Mm. Um, so all of those challenges, then who am I? You know, some men can feel incredibly emasculated, you know. So really what Birthing for Blokes is about is about there's a three-phase thing, right? So we look at, you know, the pre, the prenatal, you know, like the leading up to the day. You know, and that's mostly about self-management and relationship management, expectations management, you know, um, then game time, what happens on the day, um, what you need to do and, and, and your self-management on then. But then also, okay, now I'm a dad. So what? What happens now? You know, and managing expectations there as well. And for guys, a lot of it is all about expectation management. 
You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Grant Linden. He's a meditation teacher and founder of Busy Dads. One of the things he offers is a course for men called Birthing for Blokes. It's an antenatal class, all of their own, just for men, but also, obviously, from what uh, Grant was just saying, includes after the baby is born. Um, So one of the things that you talk about is, like you just mentioned there, in the lead up to the birth, there. Uh, men having a sense of their own mental and physical well-being. I understand that there's expectations and relationships that need to be managed in that lead up. But what is it that men, do you think, can do to help themselves before a baby's born? It's about being adaptive. You know, ultimately, it's about being adaptive. It's about um, also... Um, being aware of the reality of the situation. You know, I'm changing gears in my life. I'm changing gears in my relationship. You know, um, quite often you'll hear in the lineup, sitting in the surf out the back, you know, guys wishing for the old days. (laughs) Life's just not the same, Mm -hmm. you know. And, well, no, it's not. It's not the same. And, you know, uh, I, I know I'm not alone in that, yes, there's a lot of extra pressure on your relationship and on yourself, the provider mechanism of you as a man is challenged then as well and everything kind of steps up. But, you know, what do you get? You know, you get this incredible, you know, little pure being in your life that's going to give you levels of relationship intimacy that you would never have dreamed of and connection that you would never have dreamed possible. We sometimes talk about for, well, I know for mums, we can talk about this idea that in a sense we have to grieve our former self, because you have lost something. You've gained Mm. something, but you've lost something. Mm -hmm. Do you think men need to go through a similar process to be able to let go of that past life where, you know, they could go out to all hours and that kind of thing? Yeah. You know, like I don't, I I really don't believe in an all or nothing approach with anything. You know, I think you can have your cake and you can eat it, cake and eat it as well. And it's really important. And we had this there was very much a point in the conversation we had last time on the panel, which is, you know, it's about negotiating. It's about setting things up in a way. So expectations are, you know, like this is important to me. You know, this is important to me. This is important to me. And doing it in a drop down menu of levels of importance. Okay. Now, how much of those preferences am I able to surrender in order to still play the very important role of, of father, especially in those very early days and support for my wife? Um, I can still possibly just have little increments of these things that, you know, are part of who I am and and I really cherish and enjoy those experiences Um, for now. It's never forever. Mm. It's only for now, you know. And when we start getting into that finality thinking, you know, it's all gone, it's gone forever, it's it's never going to be like it was, it just builds a desire and, and, and possibly a desire for the other experience but also some resentment. And if you take that resentment into the relationship and into your role as a father, it's a pretty ugly place to be. Mm. And it doesn't have to be that way. What kind of response have you had from the men who've done your class? And also, have they come of their own volition or have they come because their partners have like, this would be a good idea for you? All sorts. You know, <laughs> I've had wives sign um, husbands up or, or, you know, partners sign partners up. I've had men just kind of just come straight in and go, yep, cool, you know, that's for me. And, you know, a lot of them, it's a lot of just nodding and ahas and I kind of, for them, it's it's not a major step. Um, and everything in between, yeah. 
So have you ever been surprised by the response you get? Because it sounds like particularly with your background and the fact that you've studied meditation that you've been self-aware for a while and sometimes that can be a problem mm. for men, mm. dare mm. I say it, that mm. they're not mm. self-aware when they become dads. Mm. Have you found any kind of surprising responses to what you've told them is in store, what's to come? Yep. Yeah. yeah you see, you really see some men start to sweat. You know, when they think about the reality of getting closer to the birthing experience, um, it depends. You know, fears, it's always either, f- it's, it's only ever fear, right? And the thing with fear, which is very interesting and sticky at the same time, is that they're so personal and so individual, these fears, you know? One man might completely fear seeing his partner in what he perceives as to be pain. You know, where another man might be okay with that, but he can't see body fluids. Or... The, or even it might be the fear of the expectation of not being enough for this new being that requires a hell of a lot from him, you know, and, and all sorts of scenarios like that. Any, any of the fears that you feel that you might have in your everyday, possibly mostly more subtle fears that are closer to the heart, are the things that can play out in, you know, when you, when you put a bit of extra pressure on in the environment of cultivating uh, life as a father and then becoming a father. Wish we'd had this course when we had our first, but you might have been around. I just didn't know about it. Grant, (laughs) thank you so much for coming in. Pleasure. A great pleasure. Thank you. That's Grant Linden. He's the founder of Busy Dads, and he does run a course called Birthing for Blokes. We'll pop a link up on our website. But if you'd like to hear more of Grant, he does come on our parent panel. You can listen every Friday or subscribe via wherever you get your podcasts. there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. (laughs) 